like I've heard on numerous occasions of people who who just work they they live their life regular and then they blame the kid for the things that they couldn't do in their lives yeah as if them having a child was the very reason why they couldn't succeed when there are people who there are single single mothers and single fathers succeeding everywhere and they use the the kids as an excuse oh well um uh i had you and then i started gaining weight and i've been fat ever since or um i had to quit school because you came or stuff like that like your your kid didn't ask to be born so why are you using them as an excuse as to why you can't do something Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dirty Tron Podcast, where the elephant is always welcome. As you can see here in the studio, first of all, let me start that over. My name is Aaron Mack, and with me today, again, for a second week straight, we have the gorgeous, the educated, the courageous, the oh-so-spontaneous, Miss Alyssa Ramirez. I love you. I love you. <laughs> what? Mm, nothing. Anyway. <laughs> um, Marcus will be back on next week's episode. Him and Coco are still on their uh, their vacation to uh, Baltimore. They took a week off. And um, they will be back uh, next Tuesday's episode. So... For everybody who's missing those two, they will be back in attendance. And um, we have some wonderful news. Miss Alyssa might actually be joining us at the table again. Maybe. Maybe. She will be off during the podcast now. So she is welcome to join when she, when she, whenever she feels like it. Uh, oh. Whenever she decides to bless us with her presence. Recently, we have been on um, on uh, sponge mode, just getting all type of new information from all these different uh, different mentors and different sources. Just like being in the student seat and just learning everything that we possibly can. And um, the more and more I learn, like I just started to realize like how how I need the right people in my life and how things need to change. And I've always been on this generational wealth thing and recently a term just came along that that kind of put into perspective my entire mindset which is generational wealth and i never knew what that was i just always knew that when i grew up i was going to do more and better for my family than the family prior the before me did like i always always said that i wanted to make a better world for my children because the world that i came up in was a little bit subpar lackluster basic underwhelming is the word i want to want to use for that because like i I just live like in this 
in this perpetual cycle where, and, and you know, like the, the old adage, you know, get a job, work that job for 40 years and then retire and all that stuff. Like my, my entire family has been doing that for ages. Like all of my, all of my family members have had one or two jobs growing up, just, just thinking that they grinding out. And at one point, at making twenty dollars an hour at uh, at Walmart distribution center, I was the one of the one of the top income earners in my family mm-hmm. at twenty dollars an hour, and I think that's pretty sad. That's I just wanted to talk about uh, talk about uh, uh, how to how to set the next generation up for success, and who better to talk about setting the next generation up for success than the one that I am planning to spend the rest of my life with. Marcus, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> you're so annoying sometimes, you know that? It's part of my job description. Mm, it's part of your job description to be a co-host tonight. And I'm speaking. Well, look at that. Mm, okay, alright, so tell me, um, of all the all of the topics like why did this one speak to you i think it was because carl from secrets to success podcast mm-hmm. really sort of resonates with me um i've always been the type to sort of say oh well i can't be that person they're way too successful i can't duplicate that they came from bigger things they right. have better people around yeah. them they have this that and the other yeah they have all these resources i have this i'm raised by a single mother i'm right uh just one of the small family i don't have somebody with a bunch of ties i'm not some what's it called uh silver spoon child yes but that's not the phrase i was looking for trust fund baby yes not a trust fund (laughs) baby i don't have access to a lot of money i don't Mm. have a lot of access to higher up people i can't just whine and dine my people to like just have them be like oh here you go here's your here's your $50,000, $100,000 job a year. Mm -hmm. Um, And just, I think that it resonated with me because he said, and of course now I can't remember exactly what he said. It's not who you are, but. It's who you think you're not. Yes. It's not who you are, it's who you think you're not. Yeah. And, And that resonated with me. And also what just resonated with me was you saying that you always looked at other people and say that I can't be that. Yeah. And at one point in my life, I can remember being just like that. Mm-hmm. And now at this point in my life, I can barely remember why I felt like that. Mm-hmm. Like I, I got to a point where I was so hype on what I was doing that I was like, yo, there's no way that I can't be successful. Like there is no way that I'm not going to be successful. Like I remember I remember saying things like, yo, I could never, and, and, and it's even, um, and I told you recently, but I'm going to tell, uh, everybody out there and listening to land that, uh, that, um, there's this, there's this, uh, this, this neighborhood called Camelot that's near my, uh, near my old high school, Petersburg high school. And, um, I used to see that, that, uh, that the neighborhood and it wasn't even like the top of the line like fancy house neighborhood like gated community and nothing like that they ain't got a guard out in the front like they like all the houses are like it's 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 pretty much standard suburb area mm-hmm. like the houses there are like maybe 
200k to 300k maybe if that much mm -hmm. and i always looked at the neighborhood like man i wish i can get a house like that man i probably never have a house like that and i remember saying this back in high school but i recently rode through that neighborhood with a whole different perspective like i rode through the neighborhood just to look for properties that might be for sale just so i could see how much those properties were like my entire perspective on life is a lot different than what it was when i was younger so it's like really crazy that you said that you thought like that too mm -hmm. yeah i mean i didn't necessarily have like a particular neighborhood but i mean i was always like oh yeah it would be nice to have that sort of mm -hmm. house or seeing all the um magazines used to be a lot bigger of a thing mm. before pinterest and all that but right yeah. um just seeing all the different types of houses and people with these just amazing places to relax or like the big happy family with the white picket fence or the dogs or the kids or mm -hmm. whatever the case might be and i was like would i ever have that no let me ask i you. mean it didn't exactly work out for a lot of people like what but it worked out for different? so many like it, it worked it did work out for so many people though so many other people mm, i mean yeah they could have moved from across the country to get that though i mean you got it though doesn't matter how you got it <laughs> i'm just saying well let me ask you though like do you still feel like that like do you no. still look at it like i i would never be that because uh -uh. my standards i'm more about comfort than just extravagant mm. i just want to be happy i think that if i have to sacrifice happiness versus having a lot of money or if i have to sacrifice too much happiness for a bunch of money or material things i'm always going to have the happiness take precedence mm -hmm. so it's not going to be hard for me to get what i want but what what is it that you want happiness like i mean i want a house that i'm not stressed out about being able to afford about whether or not i'm going to be evicted the next month i'm not so, i'm wanting to <laughs> not be in a cramped area right right but i mean i'm thinking like i'm thinking like four or five thousand square feet i could do that yeah i, I th i'm thinking like four or five. i don't think i'm gonna be like jamal like i got a house that i'm gonna get lost in like i don't think eighteen thousand square feet is is like living space i think that's like a hospital that's bigger than a hospital i wouldn't think so yeah. i don't know about that one maybe it, he he can I definitely mean, fit a wawa in there though <laughs> <laughs> or two <laughs> maybe yeah eighteen thousand square feet that's that's a i mean i ain't gonna say it's ridiculous because i mean i don't know how much family he got and he might be hosting but that's 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 pretty much small hotel size yeah like seriously that's small hotel like that's that's the motel up the street eighteen thousand square <laughs> feet like that that's yeah that's that's a commercial commercial space like <laughs> oh no you can convert a walmart at this point and probably have less square footage than jamal's house probably <laughs> oh man so um i think you wanted to talk about um uh college and things well, I mean, of that not nature only like college setting like, your setting your future family up for success or generational wealth like how do you feel about generational wealth yeah so i mean just kind of what carl was saying he was always the type to say oh i could never have this never could have that not going to push for this not going to push for that right. i can't attain it why reach for the moon if i can't get it right um but I mean, like, I'm sure that my mom felt the same way. She hardly finished uh, high school, 
went off and got married to the first person that showed her what she thought was real love at the time mm-hmm. and uh wanting having this dream of doing marine biology and having this great successful career this that and the other um end up going the route of not doing that um but knew that she wanted more for her kids mm-hmm. so me as well as my sister the other one's likely going to go to college um and my little brother like we're all we're set up around the people that help push us or get us to have the goals and these successes and celebrating small achievements and celebrating the next ones and mm. building on to the next and yeah. setting the next goal and this that and the other yeah. she's basically as carl's saying it she's passing the baton she's not necessarily being like oh go get it yeah yeah go get it, the baton from the stands then go finish the race right right and um it, it, and it, it's funny how he used that um that reference of a relay race when it came to that because i i felt that same exact way when it came to how my family operated and it's just it's there is nobody in my family who was like let me teach my children about how to be successful like if there's anybody successful that came from my family they did it on their own they Mm -hmm. were self-made and i know they said it takes a village um and you and no man is an island so you can't do it on your own but i feel i felt like with my family in order to succeed you had to do it on your own mm-hmm. because there was toxic behavior in my entire family there was no no baton like mm-hmm. we didn't even have the baton like doing the relay race everybody was Couldn't just find it ev- no, no no we didn't even have it like we just like all right we're gonna do a relay race and we never even had a baton like we were just all standing there in 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 running position like just stuck like nobody even tried they didn't try so it's like if i stay around like and i wish i had your your situation i probably would have been a lot better off had my mom taught me was able she because she wasn't even able and Mm -hmm. i understand that now that she wasn't able i thought she was just being selfish with the information at one point but now that i realized that she wasn't able to i was glad that i made a decision to to put my family at a distance so i can grow on my own because i knew that at a certain point that if i grew around them then i would have grown up to be nothing yeah and it and it it hurts a little bit to say that but it's true like i got uncles that has duis Mm -hmm. and they're okay with it like they're okay with just with not with with having bad credit they're okay with uh living that mundane life that that and uh and not doing anything with their day but waiting until five o'clock to start drinking like they they are they're drunk all day long mm-hmm. and when they party they i don't know what the what the hell they're partying for but they party hard mm-hmm. but they don't work hard mm-hmm. they work plenty of jobs but they don't work hard and i didn't want to be the person around that and i knew that if I wanted to to have a life of my own, start a family of my own and, and be successful, that I couldn't be around that. I couldn't necessarily have children and have my children um, uh, presented to stuff like that. Yeah. But I mean, just being able to set your future generations and yourself up around the right kind of people. Yeah. I that's think big. that that's going to make a That's huge, big. We're just going to find our right people to... Yeah, cause it's it, it was like I, my first exposure to a different type of mentality was uh, was Deron Lane, mm-hmm. and um, he is my uh, my best friend from uh, from uh, 
from my military days, we actually met somewhat back in basic training when we were both in Fort Knox back in 2009. And like my first experience, my first, uh, my first, uh, uh, run in with somebody, um, somebody of higher, higher thought process. I ain't gonna necessarily say higher knowledge because it's all about where you put your energy and what you learn in. Because I was in school at the time when I met him, but I just didn't end up doing anything with that with that degree or trade or what certificate, whatever the hell you want to call it. It wasn't like a real school, mm -hmm. so online classes and stuff like that. But um, but at the time, like he was like twenty, but he owned a business, mm -hmm. and I was just like, you, you twenty, and you own a business. Like I'm sitting up here, like at that time, like I'm I'm about to buy a car, and he driving an old truck, old beat up uh, Chevy S10 uh, mm -hmm. from from fucking 1993. Like he, and like this thing, like he like duct tape on the thing, like not not necessarily duct tape on the thing, but like he like he was like riding until the wheels fall off for real. Like he had like 200, 200 plus 200 k plus thousand miles on it, um, and um. Two, two, two. <laughs> no, I just realized what I just said. He had uh two hundred uh two hundred thousand plus miles on the on the on the truck and uh and he was using it for business and driving it back and forth and he was like taking all these uh plane rides to the places at the age of twenty. Mm -hmm. Like he was working for himself. And I was like thinking like, yo and even then I knew him. I knew him personally and I was still looking at him like yeah, I probably can't do that because I ain't go to school. <laughs> like I always thought, like I couldn't do what he did because I didn't go to go to college for what he went to college for. Mm -hmm. But then I realized that the information that I was given was wrong. Mm -hmm. But because I seen him, because I was ex because I experienced watching him from the outside, and I knew that there was something more for me. Right. And. And that goes to show, like, you got to put yourself around people who are who are better than you, because the only way that you will grow is if you're around people who make you better. It's true. That's why I connected with you. Say, <laughs> and they do always say that you should never be the smartest person in the room, because if you are, then you, you need, need to change to find your circle. Smarter people. You need to change your circle or at least add. <laughs> At least add a, a, a um a few a, a few others in there that's gonna make y'all gonna make all y'all grow, mm -hmm. and then the person that's the, the the person that you bring in that's a little smarter than you, and they make the older people leave, then that's just even better. One thing that I really hate is the the people who push their children to do things that they've never done. Now I understand setting the bar. Mm -hmm. and telling your children like look this is what i did and i want you to be better than me so show me what you mm -hmm. can do i get that i understand that part but what i don't understand is somebody who never did anything but want their kids to be exceptional people mm. and they push their kids to do that like i understand like all right so if i literally legitimately did not have any any uh, uh resources to do anything which by the way if a man can control his own actions and his own life then a man should never have to say sit back and say that i couldn't do anything with my life if i didn't want to do something however i feel like that's just an excuse right if you if if there's anybody out here saying that but for a man to to not do anything 
but like I'm gonna give an example for a man to not do anything and then expect a child to do to do everything is is just absurd to me mm-hmm. because it's like you are trying to be the authority of something that you that you never built right and I'm gonna give an example like if if a father dropped out of high school at uh, in the ninth grade and didn't even do as much as get a GED mm-hmm. but then say that he want his kid to go to college and pushes his kid to go to college I feel like that's a little bit ridiculous because it's like I'm trying to tell you what to do with your life but I ain't do nothing with mine so it's like when I get somebody on the podcast, I got to get people to understand like, okay, this is why you need to listen to this person. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if I'm your kid and you never went, you, you don't even have a, a high school diploma or a GED, then why do I need to listen to you? Right. You're not the authority of that. Mm-hmm. So, and I mean, that, that might be a bad thing to, to say for children who are going through that, but and it might be like setting a bad example, but at the same time, it's like, you're not the influence for them. Right. Hopefully they have better people to influence yeah. them that actually are doing things to better yeah. themselves on top of bettering the kid. Right. But. Because like me as, and if I was in in the shoes of that person and I, and I know I'm probably stepping on some toes here, but dirty Trump, probably stepping on some toes when I say this, but if I'm the person who never, uh, never got a high school education, whether GED or high school diploma, I'm not, I can't talk to the kid. Mm-hmm this is my son and I want him to do more than what I did. So I'm going to get him to find somebody to mentor him. That's been there. Right. Because I can't show you how to get to college. I don't know these things. I want you to do those things. But if I try to tell you, I'm going to give you the wrong information. Mm-hmm. And this is, this isn't about me as your parent. This is about you and what your life can be. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to find the people I'm going to get my ego in check. I'm going to throw that pride out the window and I'm going to go find somebody, whether it's a friend, a family member, or if I, if I, I even got to work overtime to pay somebody to tutor you or anything like that, I'm going to do that. And the problem that I'm, that I'm having with this situation is not the fact that you have people who ain't never did nothing trying to uh, en- enforce a certain kind of um, a thought process, but they m- most of the time are the people who want a cash out. Mm. Like I've heard on numerous occasions of people who, who just work, they, they live their life regular and then they blame the kid for the things that they couldn't do in their lives. Yeah. As if them having a child was the very reason why they couldn't succeed when there are people who they're single, single mothers and single fathers succeeding everywhere. And they use the the kids as an excuse. Oh, well, um uh i had you and then i started gaining weight and i've been fat ever since or um i had to quit school because you came or stuff like that like your your kid didn't ask to be born so why are you using them as an excuse as to why you couldn't do something right and then at that's at the same time it's like you got a kid now now there's another life in the world so why aren't you doing more to provide for the child yeah and then they look at the kid as if okay because I couldn't do anything with my life because of you. Now I'm going to push you so you can cash me out for the rest of mine. Mm. So you, yeah, my, my, you hear it all the time. Like, yeah, my kid going to be a doctor. You're your child three. So what are you talking I mean, about? There's some parents that actually believe that their kid are 
kids are very smart and and believe might that. actually like push them to be a and believe that. Yeah. But for you to just be like, yeah, my kid's gonna be a doctor to cash me out. And I'm I'm speaking because I'm speaking about this because I've seen this. Mm-hmm. I've seen this like personally. I've seen this like kids like they 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 want to cash their kids out like pretty much whore them out to the world like okay you gonna you gonna get a you gonna be a doctor mm. and when you become a doctor you gonna help me get out of poverty. That's awful. Like what kind of life is that? Isn't that like gambling? I don't know if it's like gambling, but it's highly. I mean, because if the kid don't succeed in becoming a doctor, then what you gonna do? Then you gonna, gonna blame then you gonna, what they sell. Then you gonna blame the kid for not becoming successful again? You just spent your whole life weren't waiting for waiting for something to happen, waiting for somebody to give to you for what you could have gave yourself. Yeah. And and that's the the generational help, the wealth piece that I wanted to talk about when because I I can't imagine being the person that that has a child and then expect them to do everything that I couldn't do. Mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine that. Mm-mm. I wouldn't want that for the kid. Nope. How do you feel about that? I agree. Because I mean, I would hope that I'm going to push myself. I'm always going to keep myself learning and doing different things to try and better myself. Yes, I'm going to push my kids to be the best that they Mm -hmm. can be. I know that we've disagreed in the past about how we're going to raise them and deal with emotions or whether it be grades or whatever. But I, I would hope that my kids are excited about learning like I was. I would hope that my kids are looking forward to going to college i would hope that they find a career that they're happy to go with i would hope that they like and find something that they enjoy and Mm. are willing to attack it i mean like i would love to see all that yeah i'm not going to be the type that's sitting back like "Eh, yeah let me just check my twitter really quick anything like that but i want to try and be there and i also want to grow with them and i want Mm. all of us to grow together right and grow together that's yeah. yeah yeah grow together because i'm always in the student seat yeah like even even after success i can't imagine just sitting back and just being like all right i know everything i'm good yeah no you can't teach me nothing i'm good like no you're younger than me you ain't got nothing to tell me young buck no i'm good i can't imagine doing that Mm -mm. and i also can't imagine you doing that either that's why (laughs) if you say it too many times then they'll hate us you need a close up on you. Well, <laughs> yeah, like, I, like, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm glad we um we see eye to eye on that, and I kind of, I kind of already knew we would. Like, even when we first met, mm-hmm. I kind of knew we that we would. Like, I seen the the type of potential that you had, like, in the leadership area where you just like kind of take charge of everything, but don't even take credit for it. Like, you just like kind of like that silent that silent hand that just just <laughs> smashes the world and just like all right it's done it's fixed it's fixed <laughs> right <laughs> next next problem right right yeah i just kind of i kind of seen that light in you when uh when we first met and so i i kind of already knew we would agree on that um on the the subject of growth in general mm-hmm. and it it hurts though cuz it's like so many people don't even they don't even think about growth no like growth is not even on the agenda mm-hmm. like surviving yeah they good at that but when it comes to actually growth actually growing and succeeding in life they don't really focus on that yeah and it sucks because the children who come behind that follows the same mentality of the parents mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Because the parents ultimately set the example. And like you like I will use myself for example. Like my mom pretty much like emotionally neglected me. And I realized with my ex and her daughter, I kind of did the same thing in that with with her, and um, and I was and it, it made me look at myself like I really got to change mm-hmm. because when I really do it, I want to set a better example. Yeah, I think that one of the things that we all struggle with is finding our passion, it's finding something that we would love to do whether or not we get paid for it or not we always get stuck in the mode of okay how am i going to be able to afford this mm. how am i going to be able to um i don't know uh live yeah i mean like even myself i'm nearly 27 years old haven't necessarily found what i'm passionate about mm. and i think that i just have not spent enough time trying to find it right i just know that i want to change the world somehow Right. some way some godforsaken way which is big in of itself but you just need to figure out how yeah yeah that you're passionate about helping yeah changing the world just happens to be a byproduct of helping yeah that you care about people to a degree until you until I care you, about the way that people treat people right but that's just pretty much the same no, because I mean, in a way, I care more about like we need to stop hatred in the world. Yeah. And I don't necessarily know Peter from Jim or whatever the case might be. I, yeah. I, I'm not so much thinking about one individual or one group. Right. I'm thinking about the cohesion between all of us mm-hmm. all around the world and how we treat the planet, how the world treats us. Right. And how it's a cyclical sort of relationship. And how the things that we do impact the world itself. And Mm. um, how it makes an impact on us in the end as a byproduct. Like we shouldn't be killing off all these species that could potentially like be an enjoyment for somebody else later. Or help our ecosystem survive in, in general. I mean coral reefs are nearly dead. Yeah. And not only do people like to travel to them, like other planetary species survive on them. them. Right, right. Everything matters, and it seems like a lot of people have lost that. Even flies matter, and people just swat them dead all the time. That's because there's poop on them, and they land on everything. They just land on everything, and they don't care what they land on. (laughs) (laughs) All flies matter. Not all flies. <laughs> Not horse flies. They bite. Oh man, they they're horrible. Have you no. been have you been bitten by one? No. I don't think. It's horrible. It's horrible. I don't think they bite. I think it just they do, do. That, that sucking I Googled it. That sucking thing that flies do. <laughs> I think it just like do that to your piece of your skin. <laughs> Ew. Like for the most part I just want to stop the the 40 hour the 40 hour capacity the 40 hour mentality the grind for 12 years in school just to grind for four more years in school just to grind for 40 uh, for uh for four, 20 20 more years 20 40 years in corporate america 
and hope to retire or just live life by accident. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm tired of that. Like, my mom did it. My dad did it. My dad died doing it. Mm-hmm. His dad died doing it. Uh, his mom died doing it. My mom's mom, she was a hustler. She was the only hustler I've ever seen in my, in my, in my entire, well, actually, my whole, my whole family was hustlers. But they did it wrong. They did it backwards. They hustled backwards. And they tried to hustle fractions. They tried to hustle things that weren't supposed to be hustled. And most of them, they just got by doing it. But they never, yeah. they never succeeded at doing it because you can't succeed doing underhanded tactics. And I want to break that cycle for one thing. I don't want my family to be full of criminals. I don't want my family to be full of junkies. I don't want my family to be full of drunks uh, who spend their entire life. Uh, they, they don't get a driver's license until they're 36 years old just to get their first DUI at 37. I don't want my family to be like that. I want my family to be old money family. I want my family to be like the Rockefellers, which I know that probably would never happen because I mean, you would need a, I, the, the Rockefellers got a whole 200 years on us. Like, <laughs> so I know we'll never, we, we couldn't be like them, but we can damn sure start. Mm-hmm. And that's what I want to do. I want to, I want to do the family banking thing. I want to keep everything in the family. I want to grow my family and, and see my family become something and flourish as something. I don't want my family to be uh, working at the same job. That's not a legacy to me. Yeah. It's not. It's like I don't want my family to be working for somebody else. Like I feel like it's disrespectful for for me to have children and have my children work for other people. Like I just feel like that's disrespectful to my children. And I also feel like it's disrespectful to you. To me. Yeah. What do you mean? For me to allow our children to work for another person. I feel like it's disrespectful to you. I'm not going to push it. But if you want to explain what you mean. Because as we, 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 all right, so eventually we're going to have kids. Yeah. And me as the man, I, and with our marriage vows, even I vow to protect you and everything that you hold dear. You hold your children dear to you. They're important to you. They're special to you. And they're special to me as well because I'm the father. But you're all you'll always be more attached to the children than I would. But for the for the fact that you you gave birth, you carried for nine months, as part of life. I understand that, and so I feel like for any reason I allow our children to work for another man, I feel like I'm a failure in life. Like I feel like I failed you as your husband. I feel like I failed them as their father because. There is no reason for me to know, to, for me to have the knowledge that I have right now and allow my children to grow up for 18 years until they go to college or go um, to, to do something else. And the first thing that they, that they have to do is go get a job because they can't afford to do something. Mm, that's fair. Being that I'm the protector and the provider. Or as uh, toxic masculinity says, I supposed to be. <laughs> I was about to say until there's somebody that works just as hard as you. But I don't want them working for somebody else. I want them to work for their own family. With, not for. Well, they're gonna be on their own. But if they're gonna start working, I'd rather them work for us than they, than to work for 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 Sam Walton's grandkids' grandkids. <laughs> Or I had to go get a fast food job. I want them at the age of eighteen to 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 go to go buy a fast food place. Mm-hmm. 
like not not going to work there, but you just like hey for your 18th birthday, I'm giving you a McDonald's. It was like I'm I'm giving you a piggy bank. It was like where the piggy bank at? And like give them the address to the piggy bank, and they go to the McDonald's. That's your piggy bank right there. It's in your name and everything. Like that's how that's how I want to live my that's how I want to live my life. That's how I want to uh, how I want to grow. How I want my family to grow. Like I just I I can't see the whole 40, 40 hour mentality. Like my mom worked for money. My dad worked for money. Like everybody in my family they work for money, but they never work for passion. So we got that same thing going on too, and we always work for the wrong thing in our family. Mm-hmm. They always work for money. So when somebody came along to say, well, the money don't motivate me, it kind of threw everybody off. Mm-hmm. And they didn't really understand that. Yeah. And they still don't. And you just have to find people that actually do believe it. And yeah, because it's, it's, it's not my job to make them understand. But it's my job to show them. So this has been today's episode of the Dirty Trump Podcast. This is a bit of a short one, but regardless, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining in. Thank you, Miss Alyssa. What's your gorgeous self? Uh, anyway, <laughs> thank you for joining me on this episode of the Dirty Trump Podcast and being my lovely, gorgeous co-host for the night. Just for the night. Just for the night. You ain't coming back next week? I was joking. Oh. I was joking. All right, everybody, check out all of our social media links in the description. Be sure to check out our website at ascensiondynasty.com and check out all of our merch and as well as check us out on YouTube. And you can find the video for this episode streaming on YouTube on uh, on Thursday, the Thursday after this episode airs. So um, if you want to see the video version and see my girlfriend's gorgeous face you can or do his that wonderful expression <laughs> <Stop. laughs> or um yeah so you can go check that out on um on youtube at the dirty trunk podcast all episodes will be streaming um th- the thursday after they upload and um how is that possible the airplane mode is on Have a great day. All right, guys. We'll catch you on the next one.